Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stretch Goose Podcast. Thank you all for jumping on and spending some time with me. If you like it, share it. Leave a rating, review on the Apples, the Spotify's, the Googles, and the Podbeans. If you uh, subscribe, it helps us out in gen- in general. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, stretchgoosepodcast at gmail.com or stretchgoosepodcast.com. Um, usually this podcast we have, uh, you know, some news stories to read and some shit like that. Uh, usually there's a clip or two that gets played, but in this, in this one, I'm just going to kind of talk about what, what has been going on in the recent news. And then, and at this point, a lot of you guys have probably already seen these videos or heard these clips. Um, so we're just going to kind of run through and I'm going to give you my thoughts on them. Uh, the first thing is uh, Joe Biden is uh, decided that he is going to run for re-election. He played a three-minute video, which I'm sure you've all heard by now, where the main slogan is getting the job done, finishing the job, things like that. And I've I started to think to myself, I was just like, wait a second, what fucking job is he not finished with? Is he not finished raising the inflationary uh, numbers there? How high do we need to go to finish that job? Then I'm thinking in my head, unemployment's not high enough? How, how, how high do we need the unemployment? How high do we need our housing uh, market to keep going up? I'm wondering, what job is he not done with? I mean, he has spent three, uh, three years at this point destroying the country on the domestic front and on the international stage. His foreign policy was shitty. He did the whole thing in Afghanistan... Now he's doing the same shit in the Sudan. He's evacuating only people that he thinks matters. He's leaving thousands of people out there to suffer with with the the issues going on in the Sudan. And he did the same shit with Afghanistan. I am trying to understand what fucking job is this dumbass not finished with? Is it the high food prices? Are they not high enough? Are the energy prices not high enough? How high do they need to be so that he is 100% complete of this job that he is talking about not finishing? That's what I'm wondering. What is not done? And, of course, we got an entire cycle to to figure out what's not finished. He's talking about freedoms and human rights and all that shit. It's like the only rights you care about are the ones in the, you know, intersectional space. Only shit that, you know, is in the agenda, which is the transgenderism. It's the the diversity, equity, inclusion space. It's, you know, I mean, we what what is it that we're not... I mean, I, I just want to know. That's all I'm saying. I just want to know what fucking job is he not finished with because everything so far is high, high, high or falling apart, or whatever the fuck it is. And it's like, what, what is it that needs to be higher? Unemployment? Is it the immigration? We have 6 million crossings. You know, do we need 12? How about 20? How high does that number need to be? How stupid does, does Mayorkas need to be? Like, wh- what is it that we're not finished with? That's what I'm wondering. Hopefully he can fucking put, put a couple of minutes of his, of his brain function together to tell us what's not done because so far it's all bananas and then of course 
We have a bunch of firings going on. Uh, uh, no, look, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit that Don Lemon got fired. I don't give a shit if Tucker, Far- Tucker Carlson got fired. I know that all the lefties are waving and excited. Let me just say this. When you're dragging, when you're dragging like Don Lemon, no one gives a fuck. But when you are running at a high level like Tucker is, you know, three to four million a pop, or Greg Gutfield, if he were to lose it, or Wa- or Jesse Waters, if they were to lose their job, you know, over the recent lawsuits and other things that have gone on at Fox, those guys are talented. Those guys will find a job. Don Lemon ain't gonna find a job unless he's got a buddy. I wouldn't. I would not be fucking surprised if this numbskull, this shit for brains, ends up at News Nation with Chris Cuomo. Because they're buddies, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Here's another thing that I that 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 I want to say about overall this overall. I, I get their public figures, but who gives a fuck if they lost their job? If I lose my job, no one cares. Not one person gives a rip. No one's calling me. No text messages are coming from up top. No one's going to be like, what's going on? How you doing? I mean, Tucker losing his job is a fucking news cycle that has lasted three days. I don't give a shit. Why is this three days? Fox didn't like it. Fox got rid of him. End of fucking story. Don Lemon said some dumb shit. He got caught. He got let go. End of story. This should not be driving news. It's no different than if I were to get caught for theft on my job and I got fired. No one gives a shit. You know what happens? Go get another job. That's it. You just go get another fucking job. I don't know why these guys are, are, are put on such a high pedestal. You know, kind of like this whole bullshit with Steven Crowder. I mean, I covered him, you know, with, with, with my brother in, in, in this little studio and in by myself. And I have said it over and over again. I don't think he has what he says he has. I think he's full of shit, and he proves it every fucking day. He goes ahead, and he signs with with Rumble for hundreds of millions of dollars more than he would have had at um, the Daily Wire. Okay, tomato, tomato, who gives a fuck, right? But then he goes and he says shit that we all know is not true. He doesn't have six and a half million subscribers. Proof? Look at Rumble. He's dragging he's dragging 1.2, 1.3. I think that's his real his ceiling and his fucking floor. That's it. I don't think he's got an expansion any greater than that. That's 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 Steven Crowder. But we but he is in the news constantly. In the news. Why? Because people won't leave it the fuck alone. He, okay. You got you got Candace Owens talking about praying for Stephen, he's going through some shit. And then Stephen goes and plays that clip and says that it's possible, you know, these people are trying to extort information. I don't even know how those two things go together. Praying and extorting are two completely different things. But for some fucking reason, Stephen Crowder, who says he doesn't like to do advertising or ad reads or any of this other shit because it messes with the show. Then he spends an entire month going on a promo tour, promoting the show. So he's doing his, he's promoing. And then he turns around 
and gets on the show, and all he talks about is how great Rumble is. He's doing ads for Rumble, essentially. He is talking the shit out of Rumble. Then he turns around, and he has, in his descriptions, links to all kinds of products in the in advertising. This motherfucker's saying ad reads, but yet he's advertising. Because he just doesn't want to read it, but he's advertising. He's talking all about Rumble. He's talking all about Mug Club. He's talking all about Built Bar. He is literally doing the very fucking thing that he said was going to be a slave contract at the Daily Wire. This motherfucker wanted money and money only. That's Steven Crowder. And then this shit drops. He's talk- he goes and says he's getting a divorce. And? What the fuck does that got to do with anything? Who cares? Divorce. The divorces are happening everywhere. Why does this fucking matter? Who gives a shit? But he's saying that that it's affecting his family. It probably should. It's a divorce. You got two kids now. Yeah. No wonder you ran to Rumble for extra money. You needed to pay for the divorce. She filed in 2021. Here's another bullshit thing from Steven Crowder. He says he's been demonetized for years. Then I find an article in the Daily, in the, in the Daily Mail UK says that he was, he's been monetized since 2020 at 80000 a month from YouTube. What the fuck is this dude talking about? This dude is getting checks everywhere he goes, and he's worth, and it says he's worth $20 million. Take that with a grain of salt, because anything online that says they have a net worth of X, you know, you just kind of, sure, whatever. But if he is worth millions of dollars, and he is running around collecting basically checks through advertising on YouTube, through monetization through YouTube, rather, and through um, what's going on at Rumble. What the fuck is he talking about? Who he has never? He acts like he never has any money. He acts like he's constantly got nothing. It doesn't sound like it when when other reports are coming out claiming the other the different difference, claiming different. So what the fuck? Who cares? You know. And the reason I'm addressing it is because it's getting on my nerves. Because I want to just listen to news. I just want to watch regular fucking news or listen to a news podcast. And I got to sit here and put up with Stephen Crowder's getting a divorce or Stephen Crowder's going through this or um, you know Don Lemon got fired or Tucker Carlson got fired or all this trivial nonsense. That's not even fucking news. It's not. But I got to listen to this shit. And then they said, we'll just turn it off. You're, yeah, I, I guess I should. I guess I should start shutting this shit down because none of it is beneficial to me. And it's not beneficial to the general public. It's not beneficial to the United States of America to have this kind of gossipy bullshit driving major news channels. It Who cares? I, I don't understand. Like, who fucking cares? Who cares? And, that, you know, and then we got this other shit that that has you know cropped up which i also find interesting it's also from the daily wire um they say that crane and company their sports uh podcast uh, show or, or sports department if you will was supposedly supposed to be free from politics free from you know all those issues and just be sports only sports now this is also a, a this is also a, a you know a thing of they're doing the same shit that the legacy media is quote unquote. They say it's only sports, and then out of nowhere, 
they're interviewing one of the swimmers that was in the Leah Thomas thing, and then they're breaking down transgenderism. That smells like a mandate from Jeremy Boring. That smells like something coming from up top. So when they sit there and say that they don't tell their host what to do or what to say or what to, to, to be a part of, why is the sport? Why are these sports guys talking about transgenderism and the effects of it and what goes on in the locker room? That's not really a sports-related thing. That's that's a that's a to me that's a political issue. It's not sports. It's not scoring points. It's not running certain plays. We're not analyzing the breakdown of, of the formations on the field or what have you. We're talking about a political issue and whether the body is enhanced or whatnot. It's not a sports issue, but. Jeremy probably said something. Ben Shapiro probably said something. And this is what is also interesting to me is they say, oh, we don't tell our host what to say or how to say it or what to cover. But in one fucking week, they all covered AOC's bullshit comments. Somebody somebody t- explain to me how 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 that that's not a mandate. excuse me, how that's not a mandate or a narrative that you want to drive. You know, Tucker Carlson gets fired. We're going to play that clip of that speech that he did. Uh, We're just talking about the religious uh, overtones. Then we're going to play the AOC clip. And that same two, the same thing was in every fucking show. And now you're going to ask yourself, why do you listen to everything like that? Because I'm looking, when I listen to this shit, I'm looking for patterns. I'm looking for things that, that, the the way things are being covered and I'm taking notes and I am listening to these things because I want this podcast, the stretch goose podcast to be a news commentary show similar to what's out there. And I am looking at this and saying, I want to cover different stories that they're not talking about because I don't have a consistent schedule, but I want to have a, you know, I want to be a daily show. I do. I want to come and I want to do multiple days and I want to have these things go a certain way. So, so I will say, okay, well, what's the Daily Wire doing? Let me listen to all of their shows. What's Steven Crowder doing? I'm going to listen to all of his shows. What's uh, Jason Whitlock doing? I'm going to listen to some of his shows. What is uh, What else is What's at the blaze? I'm going to listen to um, some of the stuff over there. And I start to listen, and I start to, and I start to notice there's a pattern emerging from conservative media that's really um, bothering me being a conservative. They are all covering the same thing, and they're all driving this message. And they're not reporting on things that, that are out there that, that should be a part of the news cycle. So they're all beating this transgender horse to death. And then they, but again, they say, oh, well, do whatever you want, but you can't do it over here. That's another thing that bothers me is they say, well, do what you want, but you can't do it in front of kids. And at the and then of course they you know like in Florida they canceled that I think it's in Florida where they canceled that uh that pride uh parade or something like that because of the bill that DeSantis uh, I believe signed about you can't have sexual performances in front of children. Now they are doing exactly what the Democrats do or the left or the left leaning liberal people do. They're doing the same shit. And it bothers me that we're playing in this, we're doing the same thing. We're not separating ourselves as saying, 
oh, we are the better party because of this or because of that. That's not what we're doing. What we're doing is we're playing the same bullshit game. They're sitting there saying, um, like when they when they when they pass legislation, and the, the Democrats will pass like uh, the debt, the reduction, the Inflation Reduction Act. They pass that, but in it, it's got a bunch of um, it's got a bunch of pieces in that bill that pertain to things that are not inflation. So the so then the Republicans will say, oh well, this isn't reducing inflation; it's increasing inflation because of the spending parts of this bill. Then they'll say, oh, you don't like, um, you don't like this, that, or you don't like, you know, what does that say? Are you this person or that person? And then it's like, well, no, we're just saying that it doesn't do this. I was like, oh, but so, so they're playing the same game though, and this bill is an example of that. It's like. You you're you're putting in a bill that says no sexual performances in front of children, and then they're saying, and they come back and they cancel and they say, oh, well, you're targeting us. It's like we're not targeting you at all. That's not what the bill says. That's not what the bill does. Um, you're playing the same game that the left is playing, and it doesn't. And you're no better than they are, and that bothers me as a conservative. When you sit there and you do that shit. And you create, you craft, you obviously cannot craft a bill that's saying no drag shows in front of children, because then you're targeting a group, and 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 that that becomes a, a problem when it comes time to the to vote on the bill or to go through the courts because of discrimination and whatnot. So you say no quote unquote sexual performances in front of children. You're clearly targeting to them. You're, you are targeting them without saying you're targeting them. So why are we playing this game? They're playing the game. We're playing the same game, and at the end of the day, no one's winning. We're all just we're all just pointing at each other at this point. We're all just pointing fingers at each other. We're saying, "Oh, you're going to do this. Well, I'm going to do the same thing, and then I'm going to do this. Well, I'm going to double up and do that. Well, I'm going to go above you, and I'm going at the end of the at the end of the day, guys. The Democrats and the Republicans, this two party system, the two these two parties that dominate the system, because there's libertarians, there's a uh, there's actually a, a a communist party that's on the ticket. Sometimes we say these things in the in this in you know in the system, and we don't accomplish anything by pointing at each other, doing you know crafting the same bills, and then laughing. At, you know, and it's like we're not we're not doing anything. We're not moving the ball forward. Nothing is fucking happening. Case in point, when Biden another another when Biden's gonna go and run, right? Seventy percent of the people don't want him. They literally there's polls out there saying that he's got a thirty thirty something percent approval rating approval rating, and he's got seventy percent of the people that don't want him to run for reelection because he's an old man. Okay. But they'll vote for him. They won't vote for Kennedy in the primary. They'll still vote for Joe. Why? Because Joe is not. Because Joe is not um, mean looking. He looks he, he, even though it's just, it's like we know that he's a racist. We know that he does shit illegally. We know him and him and Hunter and some of the family members are in on something illegal. They we know this, but he will get votes over the guys challenging him in the primary. They say they say, well, it's the best shot at beating Trump. We don't even know if Trump's going to win the nomination. 
Talk all the shit you want, we don't know. Now, I know, again, guys, I know I'm rambling and I'm going in all these different directions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some of the points are made. Some of it is just babble. But the overall premise of why I'm on tonight and just venting, if you will, the overall point and premise is we need to do better. We need to be, we need to clearly define why we're better. We need to have the data to back it up. We need to pull things out and say, look, they've allowed six million in. When we were running things, we had the lowest immigration on record. They built cages. We tried to get rid of cages. You know, stuff like that. Like, clearly define what it is to be a Republican, conservative, right wing, right guy, whatever. This needs to happen. We can't have, <clears throat> we can't have the, I guess you can say the leader of the party, Donald Trump, selling NFTs. Who gives a fuck? What is that going to do? What is that going to do? You need to. He needs to be pointing at Biden and saying, "Look, this motherfucker is doing all this dumb shit. This is why you are paying." 10 bucks for a fucking pinwheel sandwich. This is why you were paying nearly $11 for glass milk. This is why your eggs are up 5%. This is why your energy prices are up 20%. This is why, this is why shit is the way it is. Because he has done A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. When I was here, this was not a thing. Because I know how to run a country. I know how to run a fucking business. I have employed people. I have created shit. You know? But he's not doing that. So then you got the next guy up. Who's that? Ron DeSantis? This guy's not going to... He's not even declared that he's going to run. And then when he's pressed on certain issues, he doesn't have anything to say. He doesn't say a fucking thing. He doesn't really attack anybody. So I'm wondering... Who's going to be the guy that's going to say, that's going to get up there and say, follow me to victory. Follow me. I will get this shit handled. I don't understand. It's like, it's like the most baffling thing I've ever seen. Lots of finger pointing, a lot of pissing and moaning, but none of these guys are are making any kind of legislative steps. They're not showing me anything. And all these people <clears throat> and all these news outlets that 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 are, you know, conservative or, you know, center right or whatever, that continue to say Trump's no, got Trump's our guy, even though he's doing and saying shit, or if not, DeSantis will be our guy. And, you know, and it's like after this primary that we just had, where every news outlet refused to push people over the edge. It, you know, Fox didn't do it. The Daily Wire didn't do it. Blaze didn't do it. Fetterman should not be in office. Dr. Oz, with all his faults, is listed as a Republican. You want to win? You want the majority in the Senate? Then he should have been pushed all the way because that's what Democrats do. They pushed a brain-dead man into the Senate. We don't do that because we're, we're fucking... We have some kind of moral compass or something. If it's about control and if it's about getting things done, then we should have every conservative news outlet should have pushed this motherfucker to the finish line. And we would then have a 
a 50-50 Senate at this point and not a 51-49. We would have had a 50-50 Senate. Same thing. There, there were a couple races that were like that. We don't back candidates. We don't properly do things. And then we want to bitch and moan when shit's the way it is. That's just the way I look at That's the way I'm looking at it right now. And, and a lot of this is, is a lot of this is frustration. A lot of this is, is irritation from the way the news cycle has been over the last couple of weeks, for the things that are driving news to what our candidates are saying. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what are we doing? You know, and if you, you know, and if you, if you disagree, and I know I've asked this quite a bit, you know, to drop a comment in the comment section, let me know how you feel, or drop in one of those, uh, you know, long emails if you want to, at stretchgoosepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what's up. You tell me if I'm right. You tell me if I'm wrong. I cha- I, I would love to hear what the rest of the conservative news uh is 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 you know what what conservatives are doing that's better because right now as a conservative I don't see it right now as a conservative I'm I'm very annoyed I'm very irritated and I have said I've said a lot already some good some bad some mixed I know I've said some things where you're just probably like what the fuck is he even talking about it's just an anger right now at my fellow conservative members in the party, my my anger with Lindsey Graham, just babbling for no fucking reason, going on camera and talking about a federal abortion ban because he's trying to beat them to the punt. What, what the fuck? Who cares? Roe versus Wade was struck down by the Supreme Court. It's now at the state level. That thing is gone. Lindsey trying to get ahead of something. You got a six. You 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 got a six three advantage in the fucking Supreme Court right now. Conservative. Conservatives, what are you doing? Leave that issue alone. On to the next thing, because you're just playing into their hands. Because then they just continue to say how bad the Republican Party is and how evil we are. But you're entertaining them, Lindsey Graham. You're giving them something to talk about. We've got to stop doing that. We've got to just end it at the federal level. You know, it's the same. You know, and I and I have some, you know a little thing here right now. I'm going to get into. Kind of on topic, kind of not, which has been the the majority of this back half of the podcast. Kind of on, kind of not. I've been listening to Bernie Sanders' book, and I had this whole plan in my head where I was going to fuck. I took like twenty six pages of notes. I clipped a bunch of shit, and you know from the book. And I was going to be like, I'm just going to put this stuff out here. I'm going to break down, you know, what it is to be a, a democratic socialist, a, you know, capitalism, all this stuff. And then I was going to talk about Bernie's life, you know, in, in public office, things like that. And I was going to sit there and I was going to be like, you know, it's going to be a two-parter, blah, 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 blah. Well, since I was trying to do deepest of deepest of dives, other people have beaten me to it. It's kind of pointless to try to put something out like that. And that's another problem with the news game is everybody's trying to get there first. So I'm going to sum up Bernie Sanders' book like this. Um. A lot of what he says is wishful thinking. A lot of what what he talks about is ridiculous. Um, example, the minimum wage thing. He went on for quite a bit about how they need to have the minimum wage raised. No one is... I, I would love to talk to Bernie about this stuff 
I would love to interview him because I'm really curious why he is stuck on raising the federal minimum wage from 7 to 15 when 29 states have a state wage of $14 or higher. So there are a lot of people out there already making this wage that he speaks of. Now, the only way to solve it, and I know this, I know the Patrick Beck, uh, David podcast talked about this, and I did a video, and I uh, not a video, I did a podcast on that too, where I kind of went through the states and who's got the state wages at this point to that. So we know the southern, like you can say, the South, Alabama, Arkansas, that they're kind of still in that federal area. They haven't really weighed, raised their their wages. So I'm thinking, do it at the state level. Lobby at the state level. Get it done at the state level because the state wages will always supersede the federal wage if it, you know, when it hits uh, certain criteria. So just do it, right? Just do it at that level. But, you know, there's governors that will, you know, promote this, push this. But he's talking about this federal thing, calling it slave wages, calling it, you know, not a, not a living wage, all this stuff. He's openly lying to you. This motherfucker is just straight lying to you. He's no, he doesn't... There's nothing in this book. He talks a lot, but he doesn't say what, you know, he doesn't have any solutions. He doesn't fucking bring you any, like, hard, hard, uh, proven, solvable anything. It's just, it's just him complaining for about 12 hours worth of listening time on an audible, on audible. And, and he lies about the minimum wage. He, the healthcare thing, he pulls out the same socialistic healthcare stuff, but he doesn't talk about the wait times at, at that level. You know, when you go to Canada and your wait times are almost triple, you're on lists for a lot of major um, things. A lot of those guys come to America and, and shell out the money because they know they'll get the care. He doesn't bring any of that up. You know, he talks about how he talks about how the the healthcare plans are garbage in America, and and they don't have the necessary things for Medicare, Medicaid, all that stuff. Then he praises, you know, Canada. He praises he praises uh, the Nordic countries for how they have their healthcare because they have they pay a higher tax and they get their stuff that way. But the government, he doesn't tell you that the government makes all the decisions on your health, on your life. He doesn't tell you that. He just says that it's a better serviceable uh, option as opposed to a capitalistic healthcare system. I prefer capitalistic healthcare system because. I get seen, okay? I pay my money, I get seen. I'm not on a waiting list. I'm not wandering around hoping my doctor will be available to me. That's what you're getting in the Nordic countries. That's what you're getting in, in Canada. I'm not into that. That's, you know, the UK has a similar system from what I understand. I'm not interested in waiting. Yeah, it's cheaper. You want to know why it's cheaper? Because the United States has been paying the massive majority of this bill for the entire fucking world for the last century. We pay. Other countries won't. So because of that, those pharmaceutical companies, medical, whatever, they come to us to get the rest of their money because they know they're not going to get it from Canada. They know they're not going to get their shit from the Nordic countries. Those motherfuckers will never, ever pull their fucking wallet out to take care of their people. America pulls their wallet out, and they take care of the fucking world. Nobody understands that. Nobody. In a, no, Bernie doesn't get it. Elizabeth Warren doesn't get it. AOC doesn't get it. None of these fucking Democratic politicians understand that. We drive the world. We run the world. 
plain and simple. Nobody wants to hear it. It's the truth. Now they'll say they, 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 these are the things that are in Bernie's book that that I that I will literally I literally lose my I was like what the fuck did he just say type of shit because <clears throat> he pulls out anecdotal anecdote out of ugh. he pulls up one anecdote after another this is what happened at this moment in this moment this moment this particular individual okay there are hundreds of millions of people in America he didn't exactly talk to everybody. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on in everywhere. He doesn't. He doesn't go to every state. He doesn't go to every city. He doesn't go to every fucking um, basketball game or whatever. He doesn't go there. He doesn't do it. And then he talks about the... It, it's, it's no different than... It's the same shit that we do where, where, where all the conservative outlets are saying that you know the riots were all left-leaning, whatever. You don't find any right-wingers. You don't fucking know that. You didn't talk to them. You didn't interview them. You didn't find out what those, you know, 20 or 30,000 rioters were. You didn't ask them their political opinion, did you? No, you didn't. So how the fuck do you know? You don't. You know, and this is something that Bernie does a lot. He doesn't know. He's making assumptions. He's making assumptions, assertions, anecdotal evidence he pulls out of his ass. He doesn't know who the fuck does what, where, when, and how. He's just guessing. And that's a big part of the book. And it's just batshit bananas. You know, there, there are moments where he's talking about the, the the billionaires making all the money and not sharing. This is what we'll say about Bernie. Bernie Sanders, oh, we all know by now, he owns multiple properties. He made almost $2 million on his last book before the one that I just listened to. And then he, he, he's got another advance on this book. The dude... When you look online for whatever it's worth, he's roughly three and a half to four million. Um, then, then you look at his wife; she's worth almost five. So, what's crazy to me is he loves to play the card how he's dirt poor all the time. Before he ran in 2016, he put most of his assets in his wife's name, so he can wander around saying, "I don't have anything." I don't have anything. I'm a poor guy. Bullshit. You didn't divorce your wife. Those assets are still in the house. You're worth that money. That's yours. Just as much as it's hers. So when that senator in that in that committee interviewing Starbucks said he's worth about eight or nine million, I know what he's doing. He's adding them together because they like to split their assets. So I know they're and they haven't divorced, so they're clearly worth eight to nine million. He's lying. He's bullshitting you. It it doesn't make it doesn't make any it, it makes up absolutely no sense. Is that is when he comes up and says that shit, and what irritates me the most is everybody knows he's lying, but they continue to entertain his bullshit. I don't get it. I don't understand how people can vote for him and continue to vote for him because he's not doing anything. He hasn't helped anybody. He hasn't created anything for anybody. He doesn't know how, job, how how companies work. That's obvious. Because he goes into this big old rant about how great unions are. Because unions help the, the workers. What I'm going to tell you what unions do. And if you're a union lover, whatever. This is what unions do, guys. Unions choke the life out of the company. They, they choke the life out of the company through its pensions, through its rate, through its uh, 
yearly raises to its um, vacation times, the the overtime. All they choke the fucking life out of the company. They make it to where the company cannot operate. If there's any greater evidence of this, the teachers union is the biggest one. The auto workers union is another one. They they literally bankrupted the auto industry. When you have a guy that drives parts from one location to the other making 40 fucking dollars an hour. That's a sign of 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 things being choked out. When you when when you when you have this when you have a teachers union holding every fucking county in America hostage until they get paid and their pensions get increased and they get less work days and they do all this shit, right? At the end of it all, when you do the math, I'm paying higher taxes. My property taxes go up because these fucking yodels who can't get their job done are continually choking the life out of the county. Out of the out of the state, and they're cashing their checks. They don't give a fuck. And then when the school goes under or they get underfunded because they've taken all the money, then they go, "Oh well, you just don't care about the kids." No, you don't care about the fucking kids. If you gave a shit about the kids, it would be what's best for the kids, not what's best for you. But no one puts kids first anymore at at the at the government level. They just don't. <clears throat> so I mean. He, he, like I said, this is Bernie Sanders' book in a nutshell. It's garbage. It's entertaining because you go, it's entertaining read because he, he, he's absolutely hilarious when he talks. When he says, whatever he says, it could not get any funnier. Um, I recommend for educational purposes, I recommend everybody listen to a Bernie Sanders book. So that way you can you can take it in and realize in your head, in your mind, thank God this guy didn't get in. Because if he had gotten in, <clears throat> if he had gotten in, I swear to God, the inflation would be triple. The taxes would be triple. We would be fucking choking, like a union choking a company. We would literally just be choking to death. Right now it's a slow boil because Biden is not aware. Bernie's aware, and he would just choke the life out of it. Because he has said, he has said it millions of times, yes, your taxes will go up in my proposals and in my ideas and my batshit craziness. Your taxes will go up. You will pay more for, for you know items. Inflation will be a thing. But at least you will have some of the services. What the fuck is that? What is that, you know? So anyway, I, I mean, I it it's it's something that um, this has been on my mind for a couple of weeks. All of this was probably going to be a couple episodes, but I figured, you know what? I'm just going to lose my shit for for an episode, get it all out. Um. Now, will this be will this be the norm of the Stretch Goose podcast? Probably. Because I don't know, I mean, I don't know. Let me know in the comments section of your, whatever platform you're listening to this on. Do you like that I post the source material of what I'm reading? 
I started doing that recently. I just want to know, is that beneficial to you? Because I'm also, because I, I really genuinely want to know what, what is it that is needed to make this slightly better. Now, if you say it's the host, it's not going to be, that's not going to change because I am Stretch Goose. I am the podcast. So I'm not going to, it does not, I'm not changing. So you just take that shit off the table. Because again, as I said, I just want to know, should, do you like the source material? Do you like that I even read some of these articles? Because I know there are other outlets out there that read portions of the article and they go through a little thing. Or do you just like what just happened right now? Where I'm talking about shit that is actually happening, but I'm not constrained to a fucking, you know, sheet or whatever the fuck it is that a lot of these guys do where they... They kind of, you know, point one, point two, point three, you know, show map or whatever the fuck they call it. Or you just like the fact that I just got on here and I just fucking went for it. I just riffed and I just fucking put it out there. What show do you prefer? Do you prefer the uh, do you prefer the show where I have uh, uh, articles and lists and whatever? Some prep, if you will. Do you prefer what's do, what the show that I just that's that's on right now or do you or do you prefer the show that consists of my brother and i where we get up here and we do have topics and we do kind of go through some things there's three different types of shows that you just listen to i'm just wondering again which one do you prefer do you prefer the one where where there's a big show map of notes and it feels like a fucking news a news news hour if you will or do you prefer what's happening in this episode where I'm just going for it? There's many things. I'm making a point. I'm making my points. I'm hitting what I want to hit. Some of it you agree with. Some of it you disagree with. Some of it is rambling. Sometimes I'm back on. Sometimes I'm off. Do you prefer a show like that? Or do you prefer the group show where we're all, in, we're all on the mic and we're all just kind of <clears throat> going you know, off of certain things i'm just wondering so leave a comment in the comment section let me know or in the email if you want stretch goose podcast uh at gmail.com um i haven't checked the website i don't know if there's a, a a comment page or whatnot but if there is you can do it there too stretch goose just kind of let me you know just i'm curious i'm really genuinely curious and and i know i've asked this before and other podcasts, you know, let me know about A, B, or C. But this time, I genuinely want to know. I'm very curious. So, I'd appreciate it if you guys do that. I appreciate a like. I appreciate a share. I appreciate a subscribe. You know, as far as downloads go, this podcast is reaching places. Um, we're, we're, we're reaching quite a few states out there in America. We have a few hits in Canada sometimes. A lot, lot of, you know, countries, uh, you know, I think 10 or 15 countries this last uh, month. Uh, I think in the last quarter, if I remember correctly, the last quarter, there's about 20 or 25 different countries that, that got, a, got a little listen of the podcast. Um, and and um, there's more, more, uh, more states are coming up with more than one download. So there is some growth going on here. So... I genuinely want to know, as I said before, what would you prefer? 
that's about it. You know, that's it. Just what would you prefer? Um, and I want to give a shout out to a to another podcast that's up and running. It's the uh, Father and Son podcast. It's it's me, um, and my son, and we talk about video games. We talk about toys. We talk about movies. Uh, we talk about sports. There's about four or five episodes up. It's under the Stretch Goose banner. So if you go to Spotify, uh, if you go to Spotify or Apple, and you type in Stretch Goose, you'll get both of them. Subscribe to both of them. Give them both a listen. You know, tell us, tell us all, tell us what you think of either podcast or which one you would, pref- you know, you know which one's awesome, which one's not, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and in the future of this podcast, I would like to get other things going as well. Um, I know. You know, I you know I said it before that you know donation page at, on the website. Um, there's an advertise, uh, advertisement or a donation page on the website for uh, stretchgoosepodcast.com. If you want to jump on there, um, leave some contact information, get in touch with you guys, and <clears throat> and uh, you know get something going along those lines, because the 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 kind of like I said before the kind of stories or long form things I would like to do um do require it'll require some funding I'm sure so if you want to you know support the podcast in that way um I prefer I I I know you guys are all thinking well what about Patreon what about this or that uh, I prefer I prefer a more secure one on one direct um no third party taking taking a chunk if you will. So that's the reason why, you know, the pages are, are on their website and you're not being redirected to like Patreon or whatever the fuck, because I would ru- I would much rather have, um, a direct line to the audience than to have some of the, some of the funding, you know, taken, if you will, through fees and shit. <clears throat> um, so, uh, and, uh, um, as far as this being a daily show, it's going to be a daily show. Um, it it will be a daily show, just just not at the moment. But I will get there. Uh, it, it, a lot of it is 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 has to do with time. A lot of it has to do with uh, um, the ability to 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 do certain things. Um. Uh, did, did, that's that's basically it, guys. Uh, I appreciate everybody for for being a part of this, for jumping on, for for doing doing these types of things. Um. So anyway, that's that's basically it, guys. Thank you all for jumping on, listening to it. Appreciate each and every one of you from wherever you're at in the world, and I will definitely see you on the next one later. <laughs>